May Warren, the housing reporter, and Victoria Gibson, also a reporter at the Toronto Star, write a fascinating feature where they profile sort of a growing, not necessarily encampment so much as uh, it's almost like a mobile home uh, encampment. And uh, in the heart of Toronto's industrial portlands, they write, there is a street filled with trailers and motorhomes and a 61-year-old carpenter trying to plan for an unknown future. They zero in on the carpenter who they did not identify. But he talks about the fact that because Toronto housing is so unaffordable, he ended up moving into his camper. And then he had a workplace accident and he hasn't been able to work since. So he has not been even hoped to save to be able to find some kind of housing. Now he's stuck in the camper van. They do surveys in the city of Toronto to establish how many people are precariously housed. Um, people who are everything from couch surfing to living in parks. And something they've noticed has been growing since 2018 is people who are living in vehicles. Greg Cook is an outreach worker with Sanctuary Toronto and joins us now. It's nice to have you. Thanks. Good morning, John. I would have to imagine that in your street work, you have also been noting this rising phenomenon. Uh, definitely, um, uh, definitely seeing more and then uh, also interacting. Just talked to somebody last week who who's staying in an RV um, and was complaining about the police harassing him. So, yeah, definitely seeing that a lot more than before the pandemic or, or 10 years ago. Is it legal to live in a motor vehicle? Um, I, I think, I, I mean, I, I also read the article and it sounds like um, you're allowed, but like it depends where you park it, right? And so it seems like there's not many places that you can you can park a, a vehicle in Toronto uh, legally. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's an issue. Because <laughs> these people are telling the profilers at the Toronto Star that effectively they've gone and found this area in the Portlands because nobody's mm -hmm. going to notice them and nobody's going to complain about them unless law enforcement does happen to pop by. So what does that tell you about the homeless situation in Toronto or more importantly, I guess, about affordability? I mean, I think it points to just the, the skyrocketing cost of rent. Um, I think people that like I think a reason we haven't seen it historically in Toronto is is um, public transit's pretty good, um, and um, and so people like a car isn't somebody that somebody's going to hold on to or an RV. People are finding other options historically. Um, I think you've, you've seen it for years much more out out in the west coast of the U.S. where um, people are much more car dependent. Um, but I think it points to. Uh, people who historically have had decent jobs, um, maybe making $20, $25 an hour, frankly, just can't afford rent. Um, and in this situation, I think this is a perfect example that you just read, where somebody um, probably is forced to go on ODSP, which is the disability pension, because they have a workplace injury and they can't afford housing in this city, right? And so they're forced to live out of out of their RV. Um, so I think it, it just points to the, the, the just, we can't, like, more and more people can't afford housing in the city, frankly, is, is the bottom line. And in your work, maybe you can shed some light on this. I think a lot of people listening would think, well, why would you, there's a shelter available. You know, you can go to an official shelter. You don't have to sleep in a cold vehicle overnight, but some people would prefer that. So, I mean, I just, just a couple of days ago was trying to get somebody a shelter bed and we were on hold for half an hour and they gave up, right? We 250 people on average a day are being turned like hold. They can't, there's no shelter for them. 
Uh, so I think that's a huge re reason. Um, I'd also say um, if you want some level of autonomy where you're not sharing or, or you're not sharing a bathroom with say a hundred other people, right? An, an RV is a better option um, where you're not having to follow a bunch of rules um, like curfew um, or having to get out part, like during the day where you can have a bit more of your space, place to store some stuff. Um, an RV offers that where, where a shelter doesn't. Are there, I'm trying to think, you know, public actions that you would urge so that this doesn't become the new normal, or is this the new normal? It's more and more, frankly, the new normal. Um, I mean, I think even the point in time count that you referred to is, is a way under account, even just from kind of anecdotally what I've seen. Um, I, I think... I think what the city needs to do, I mean, it's all three levels of government aren't taking the housing crisis seriously, in my opinion. And, and the city needs to follow through on their declaration, that, that the housing, the homelessness declaration, that the declaration that they made. There's been no action since they declared that. Um, and um, even though Olivia Chow is saying kind of more like expressing concern about the situation. I haven't seen any kind of concrete action that's really moved the needle. And so uh, we hope that the city all takes this seriously. Thanks for this. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Greg Cook is an outreach worker with Sanctuary Toronto. You can read this profile incidentally online at the Toronto Star.